Hey everybody, it's Matt Johnson here with Elite Real Estate Systems. We're excited. We are back with Jeff Cohn for another Elite Real Estate Systems Hangout. We are talking about low-cost marketing strategies for teams. So this is an exciting topic. Jeff, what is up today? What's up, Matt Johnson? I'm pumped to be on the call today, guys. I brought my stress ball to the call today. So this whole time, I'm just going to be rocking out, ready to bring you some sick content to your office right now. Get ready. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, for a while, people, uh, we wait for people to jump on with us live. Uh, we just let people in the private Facebook group. Uh, these are people that uh, have come through one of our you know, team building workshops or talk to us about expansion, whatever the case is. Uh, we always let people know in the private face group when we go live so that you can answer, you know, ask questions and submit them live. So if you're watching this and you're on the Google Plus page with us right now, just type in your question as a comment. I'll keep my eye on it and I'll bring those questions to Jeff. Uh, if you're watching the replay version of this on YouTube, just hit subscribe real quick. Uh, if you're watching this on the website, be sure to check out the other resources like the expansion and the, uh, the team building workshop page to see what other resources we have. Um, but with that, uh, what do you say we get into it? All right, let's go. All right, so we're talking about low-cost marketing strategies for real estate teams. So these are more leveraged way. These are uh, maybe not something that a solo agent would necessarily do. Some of them might apply both, but we're talking more about what you as a team leader can implement across your team to start generating and look for ways to generate low-cost leads outside of your, let's say, your online lead generation that costs sure. you X per lead. So uh, let's start um, with probably one of the most interesting ones, the one that you probably get a lot of questions about, which is Craigslist. So yep. how does your team generate leads on Craigslist? You know, it was a funny thing, Matt, about a year ago, Craigslist changed their posting parameters and they no longer allowed people to put live links that relink to a different website. And so at that point, probably 95% of the individuals that posted to Craigslist that used redirect links stopped posting altogether. But I worked heavily through a friend of mine in the Dominican Republic to make sure we could figure out a, a different way of doing it. And the solution that we found was that you can still put, you can't put a live link, but you can still put the HTML in the in the content so within the public remarks setting we say to see additional pictures and video of this property go to the following link copy it and put it into your browser well what was interesting is in the beginning craigslist would have bots that would crawl and look for content like copy and paste or browser they didn't want you to tell people to essentially do a redirect by copying and pasting uh, but now those bots are no longer crawling and you can you can put that so just essentially you put a link it just can't be a clickable link and say to copy paste into a browser now with that the caveat is you have to have something set up on your website that's going to capture leads and so right. we're using the boomtown system a lot of other websites do this essentially the way ours works is when they do copy paste that url link into their browser it takes them to our website and automatically the pop-up hits the screen and asks them to sign up they can see behind the pop-up the content that they want and so it's very easy for them just to quickly put in their information and then bam all the information they were looking for about the property is sitting right there for them Okay, so now when you're starting, like the starting point there is is a listing. So are you only posting, uh, you know, Omaha's elite listings? Or are you posting other agents' listings? Yeah, so uh, right now at any given time, we carry about 40 to 50 listings. But what we found as far as a Craigslist posting strategy is that you want to be posting about 50% of the houses on Craigslist. So in your market, if there's 25 a day, try to post 12 to 13 properties. If your market has four to 500 a day, which is more similar to Omaha, we try to post about 200 to 300 houses a day. Because we want it so that when someone goes out to look at property on Craigslist, every other house that they click on is going to be one of our listings. And we can essentially monopolize Craigslist. It's free to post to Craigslist. If you have someone in your office doing it, uh, we outsource it. It's super inexpensive. We got use a guy in the Dominican. He charges uh, around $400 to post 100 houses every day to Craigslist. And so literally all day long, he's logging in. I have a computer. I'll, I'll show you. 
my laptop is literally plugged in right now. I can see him on here moving the mouse around all day long, posting to Craigslist. It's insane. <laughs> so he has a team of like 15 or 20 guys. They're virtual assistants, essentially, that log into different computers all over the U.S. And they post houses on behalf of those agents onto Craigslist. So they have the whole algorithm figured out. Everyone's always worried. Well, what do I do if I get ghosted or I get kicked off? You sign up for another Craigslist account. You don't lose your birthday. They don't take your social security number away. This is a free public website that's available to anyone. And we only are posting on the broker offered listing. So we're not trying to do anything unethical, illegal, or anything stupid like that. We're essentially saying, hey, we're a broker. We are make money. If you register here, we're going to try to call you. I mean, we're pretty transparent about it. And people, you know, a lot of people are skeptical skeptical about the types of results they'll get on Craigslist. Yeah. I'll tell you, we sold over 60 houses last year off Craigslist that drove over $400,000 in gross commission income to my team. So it definitely yeah, we're works. We're talking about what is that, your second or third biggest lead source? Yeah, it's our second biggest lead source. Yeah. yeah. And it's free. I mean, we pay $400. It's free. So yeah. the biggest thing is learning how to convert the Craigslist leads. They're Craigslist. Yeah, why is that? So what's well, what's the deal? Well, are they self-selecting? Like what type of people are going on Craigslist to look for yeah, houses? A lot of times it's people that just want to look for a deal. They think that, you know what, maybe if they didn't go through an agent or a broker, they can save some money. And so they go out to Craigslist looking for for sale by owner or foreclosure listings. And a lot of times they're okay with the fact that they're going to a redirect, which gives them access to a web search. They just didn't know where to start the search a lot of times, or they're just or they're just curious. They're going out and looking and just want to see what's out there. And now this is our opportunity. Someone that's curious about purchasing a property, it's our opportunity then to, for the introduction. All these leads are really similar. Um, psychologically, we find that any lead that comes off the internet that's a cold lead, they all are very similar. And we track our conversion ratios from every lead source, and they're all really similar. It's about a 3% conversion ratio from Craigslist, which is about the same as Google AdWords. Yeah, I think the, the average, only difference you've noticed is just the average price point, right? That's what I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. The average price point is about a 10 to 15% drop because, again, the mentality is, oh, I need a deal. I need to save money. And a lot of times it's people that in our market, it's about $160,000 to $170,000 price point off of Craigslist, which is great. My agents are ecstatic to take these leads off Craigslist. They treat them the same as a lead off Google AdWords. Uh, what I would warn anyone out there that's going to choose to do this is, don't allow your agents to say the Craigslist leads aren't good. It's the agent that's not good at converting. You can't expect you're going to convert that lead the first day, the first two weeks. It's a lifelong relationship with the lead. Um, the average time, we've talked about this on other Hangouts, it's a six-month process. From the data lead registers to the data goes under contract, you need to engage with that lead for six months. Yeah, that, that really is the difference. Because if you talk to agents about what is a good lead and what's not, and you find out what they're really look out, looking for is the one and done. They want one phone yep. call, and then they go look for houses and they make an offer but that's you know that's yeah. not most people there, there's not leads like that even if grandma gives me a lead of her best friend i have to freaking call that lead like 17 times because she's playing bridge or she's crashing her car or whatever the frick she's doing i can't get a hold of her she doesn't answer her phone her car. so okay. whatever she's into i don't know but honestly that people get so bent out of shape that they have to make a couple phone calls guys like it's not that hard to pick up a phone, get on Mojo. Also, like Boomtown, I don't know if you knew this, Matt, they just recently integrated the Mojo dialing system. It's nice. insane. So, like, my expectation on my team is that an agent makes 10 prospecting calls in the first two weeks. Um, now with the Mojo dialer, it take you can make 100 calls an hour. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it should not be hard to make the calls, guys. That goes out to everybody. It should not be hard to make the calls. Make the calls, get the contacts, and that's the name of the game. Yeah. And from there, you let your lead conversion process take over. And as long as that's systematized and good, you can treat your Craigslist leads basically the same as any other type of online lead. 
Yep. And honestly, we treat our sphere and our um, prospecting leads the same as any online lead. They yep. all go to the same place. They all get treated, treated the exact same way. Yep. And that way of being treated, a uh, great book, Seven Levels of Communication by Michael Mayer, talks all about how people want to be treated. And that is people want to have phone calls. They want to have handwritten notes. And I know that was going to be one of the other ones we we're going to get into. So let's dive into it. Yep. Um, a lot of people talk about power notes. Nobody does handwritten notes these days. Like I am so excited. I keep my notes. When someone sends me a nice little note, hey, thank you, Jeff, for whatever, uh, I keep it. It makes me feel good. I put it up next to my desk and it's special because I don't get very many notes. So I think if it's meaningful to me, it's got to be meaningful to others. I know it is. It's so easy to send a text or send a thank you via email. Send a handwritten note. Someone takes you to lunch or you take someone to lunch, shoot them a note. Don't include your business card and ask for referrals. Have a heartfelt, nice handwritten note and that person will feel more you know, connected to you and hopefully feel comfortable and confident referring their friends and family back to you when they do come across somebody considering buying or selling a home. Okay. Um, well, let's dive into that a little deeper. So, I sure. mean, first of all, like, how do you manage your time so you're not doing nothing but handwriting notes? And what, yeah. what's your expectation? Like, how do you leverage that across a team and teach your agents to do it in a way that's okay. scalable? So, honestly, I didn't even prepare, but I have all this stuff in my desk. So, <laughs> I bought like 10,000 of these envelopes. They're black envelopes, which are cool. Most mm -hmm. cards that come to somebody's house are in white envelopes. So, the black kind of stands out. What do you usually get in a black envelope? Uh, wedding invitation? announcement. Yeah. Invitations. A lot of times it's a wedding announcement or an open house or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so they're branded, my team's brand, and we bought really cool silver and gold pens that write on the on the black. So Very if you're cool. the team leader, provide everyone with envelopes. It's they're cheap. If you want to go cheap, go to Amazon and go order a bunch of white envelopes. It's okay yeah. if it's white. You gotta make it super easy. Yep. Um, go to Target in their clearance section. I've bought a ton of thank you cards and stuff at Target in their clearance section and provide them to your agents. And then the expectation for us, Matt, is every time you go to lunch with someone, every time someone refers business to you, every time there's been an event that's taken place with someone that was over and above the norm, send a thank you letter. Uh, we like to see around five thank you letters a day. Uh, 20, 25 a week. So if you do five a day, five days a week, uh, the postage is paid for by my agents, but I provide, I will provide them with the letterhead if they need me to. Okay. All right, cool. So five a day, that's not bad. And that's part of their prospecting activities. And then your success manager kind of goes over that with Absolutely. the agents and their one-on-one -on -one meetings. Yep. Every week we track outbound calls, contacts, uh, if they sent out power notes, if they did open houses, all these different activities that are super inexpensive. You know, it's hard to see an ROI. You know, did, did that lead refer business to you because you sent them a power note? Probably not. The lead did business with you because you texted them, you called them, you sent them a power note, you took them to coffee, you invited them to your birthday party, and you sent them email updates, and they saw your billboard, and they used your moving truck. Yeah. So what, <laughs> what thing am I going to give credit to? I don't worry about what one thing. I worry about the fact that I'm doing all of the things that are necessary to be successful, and you're not going to win every person, and that's okay. Uh, we know that this is working because this year we'll sell almost 600 houses, so it's yeah. obviously working. and. You know, I like that today's Hangouts about how to how to not spend a lot of money, but still be able to be successful and generate a lot of leads. I think a lot of agents out there that don't spend a lot of money that aren't successful blame it on the fact that they don't have these huge marketing service agreements or huge broker fees that they can collect. And that's the reason they're not successful. And that's a crappy excuse. Yeah. So that's not the reason. It's because you're lazy. 
<laughs> well, and you know from personal experience because you've started from scratch and these are the I, techniques that you I, used. Guess what, Matt? I was lazy. I, you know, I, I wish if someone could knock me over the head to nine years ago and be like, dude, pick up your phone, make more phone calls, go to more mastermind events, sit in more open houses, send more power notes, be a better person, engage more, give back more, provide value. I'd be a different man today, but it took me 10 years to figure it out. And now the most like important thing- I like to be a better person. From, from, from a leadership position, now it's my job to instill those qualities in the agents that I work with and that I get to inspire. And that's why we're doing this today, paying it forward and trying to inspire all of you. Yeah. Well, let's move on to what's probably the uh, one of the biggest sources for the average agent, which is yard signs, at least the average listing agent, right? So the yard signs and IVR. Sure. So what's, what's the strategy for Omaha's Elite and how does that feed into the IVR? Sure. So, you know, what we did is we really wanted to give the public several different ways to communicate with our listing, to find information on our listing. So we still do the old school um, flyer in the yard. And so what we have is we have a, a yard sign and then outside of the yard sign, we have a flyer box. Our flyer box contains an eight by 11 flyer on the property. It's super simple, five or six pictures of the house. And then on the, fl on the flyer itself, it has a 1-800 number, which it, we use ProQuest for our IVR solution. And so we do not include the price of the house. We give them everything else about the property and then they have an 800 number. And then what I've done is I have a team of two or three agents that are just, that just work the 800 number leads. Instead of giving them out round robin to everyone or letting one person scrub, I have a group of three or four, whoever takes the call gets the lead. And if they call in on that 1-800 number uh, through ProQuest, it provides us with that person's name. Uh, when that person's listening to the pre-recorded message prior to being connected to my agent, my agent's getting a text message letting them know someone called in and what house they called off of and what the listing price is of that house so that they can answer that question should they choose to when that buyer is at the end of the recording it says would you like to be connected with an agent to find out the pricing they say yes and then my agent can engage and they're prepared for that engagement um, so on the flyer box again we have the 800 number which makes it so that the phone number is parallel with the sign or sorry perpendicular with the sign parallel with the house and what i like about that is when you drive by a sign when you're right on the sign you can't see the number on the sign so you have to back up or go forward so if you drive up on one of my signs, you're going to see the 800 number on the flyer box. But before pulling up to seeing the 800 number, you're going to see the our local phone number on our signs. So on all of our signs, it has our broker name, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Ambassador Real Estate, has our team name on our logo. And then we have a local number, which is our Google Voice number. And we again have a team of three or four agents that take those local phone numbers off of our sign calls. And that goes to four agents at the same time. Whoever takes the call gets the lead. And both with our 800 IVR and our 402 Google Voice number, it captures the time the call came in, the phone number that it came from. With the 800, it gives you the name and contact information for the person as well. So okay. we can track all of that. All right. So um, just over the years, like how, like how many different variations and stuff have you tested? Like obviously the uh, the flyer in the, in the, in yeah. the ER is controversial. So you've got people that are staunchly against and staunchly for it. Have you guys yeah. tested the difference? Yep, we did. We did without them for a long time. Uh, the reason we went back to doing it was it didn't cost any extra money. And we were actually getting a lot of feedback from sellers that they wanted a flyer there. That doesn't necessarily mean it's helping the house sell. But what it came right. back to me was what came back to me was I want to put myself in a position where I'm providing the most value, not only to the seller, which sellers number one, but also to the potential buyers that might be going by the property. Some people don't want to have to sit there and make the call now. They want to do it later. 
And if you don't put a flyer in the in the sign, you're forcing people to engage now. And I would say half the people don't want to engage now. So we offered for a long time, we did QR codes and text messaging codes. And we didn't like the results that we were getting off of either of those. No one used the QR, uh, right. but the text, the text messaging would happen once in a while and it would kick out a text and then we'd try to follow up later. If they engage via text, they don't want to talk to anybody. Right. Uh, what I love about the 800 and the local number is those people are willing to talk. They're more sus uh, susceptible to engaging with our agents when we do reach out. So that's really everything we've chosen to do. I know there's other agents that add more signs than that. We don't do a pre-inspection sign. Um, you know, I've seen those before. I've seen pre-appraised signs. I've seen signs that, you know, will highlight a pool in the backyard. Um, don't ever highlight newly reduced price. I see that sometimes. I always have a chuckle. That just tells people the house isn't selling. Right. Uh, we do we do use coming soon. So when um, let's say our listing's not going live for thirty days in our market, we're allowed to put a coming soon sign, and we put it into our MLS as an upcoming listing that's not available for showings until it goes live on the market. We really like that because then there's a buzz and people start to wonder, you know, when's it going to go live and what's it listed for. And so sometimes we will get calls about that and capture buyers off of those upcoming. We can't legally in our MLS show the property until it goes live on the MLS, but we are able to obviously capture buyer leads that are coming off the. We don't put a sold sign up, Matt, until one week before pulling the sign out of the ground. So even if the house sells the first day, we find it's more beneficial to leave it up as active and get calls coming in than to show off to all the neighbors that it sold in one day. Because if the neighbors just simply see it did sell, they still look at us as, us as winners and we can still generate buyer leads off the sign. Whereas if we put a sold sign right up right away, nobody's pulling a flyer, nobody's calling us off the sign. Because the reason they're engaging with us is because they want to know what the house is worth and they're interested in the property. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard that approach before. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, anything left on, on your yard signs? You want to talk about um, uh, just yeah. anything on ProQuest? Yeah, yards. Keep your yard signs new and nice and clean. Um, our sign runner shoots Windex on them every single time. So every time he picks up a sign, especially in the summer when they're cutting grass, even in the winter too, if you're in a northern state, um, and it gets nasty and snowy and stuff. The signs start to look kind of cruddy. I would say every agent out there should probably buy new signs every four to five years. They just start looking crappy. Um, there's you want to if you want to be disrespected in your industry, have really junky old yard signs. And there's no there's no reason for it. They cost thirty or forty dollars. So I would say to anybody out there whose signs are older than five years, just throw them all away. Buy all new. It's a marketing expense. You can write it off. And I just think it says a lot about you as an agent the image that you're upholding. People know you by your signs, so keep your signs in good condition. Yeah, very cool. All right, um, so in the last few minutes that we have left, let's talk about the uh, the personal marketing company. So how are you using that? Yeah, cool, yeah, TPMCO, the personal marketing company. Uh, this was one referred to me as from one of the agents I met with four or five years ago. And essentially what that is, is they're a company that will engage with any of your past clients. Um, so anyone that buys or sells with us that stays in the Omaha area, they send a postcard to those individuals for five years every three months. So a total of about 20 postcards and it's $13 one time. So every time we have a closing, we have our admin go in to the personal marketing company's website. They already have all of our credit card information. They add the address then the first and last names of the clients that had bought or sold with us again, that stayed in the Omaha area and they start set it. They TPMCO starts sending that postcard out every three months and the content looks nice it's professional um it'll it'll be seasonal so it'll be you know something about enjoy the fall leaves are falling uh, but it always is asking for referrals and so it's just another way for us to be top of mind like i said there's it's not just one thing it's all these things put together 13 bucks like 
anybody can spend 13 bucks. Most agents, and you guys can ask yourselves this when you hear me talk about it, but how many agents out there have called their entire sphere in the last three months? All of us should be calling every three months. At the very least, let's send a postcard. Uh, cost you 13 bucks one time. If you're doing closing gifts that cost 50, just do a closing gift that costs $37 and send the postcards. <laughs> I promise <laughs> you'll get a lot better return out of that because nobody remembers your closing gift. Every Everybody remembers working with you if they're getting a flyer or um, a postcard from you every couple months. Yeah. So it's worked great for us. There's a lot of other companies out there that send stuff like that. You can do it yourself. Yeah. It's just, I love any system where it takes me 20 seconds. You add their info, you push complete or submit. And now for five years, I know they're getting a postcard from me. Yeah. That makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. It just feels good to know. Use of your time. It is. Yeah. All right. So we had 600 clients this year. We'll probably have 400 that stayed in Omaha for 450. All of those people get a postcard every three months. Nice. So I love it. I think it's awesome. And I think that you can probably add custom content to those postcards if you had a certain thing you wanted to communicate. I don't know the answer to that. I would assume we could. We don't think about it. We just let it run. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. That's the only paper advertising, by the way, we do. Nothing else is print. That's the only piece of print that we send other than the power notes. That's the only piece of paid print advertising that our team does. Yeah, you guys have experimented with uh, with just listed, just sold cards and some oh, yeah. other things. Tons and, of thousands yeah. and thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? Maybe, you know, like I said, it, maybe it was one of the touches, but it was not nearly as good of a return as we're seeing via uh, the things we do spend money on, uh, which is Google AdWords and um, Facebook uh, boosting on Facebook has been really good for us. And then, of course, Craigslist, like we talked about. So yeah. another uh, the one of the last things I know we're wrapping up is um, open houses, marketing those open houses. A lot of agents okay. will put up signs maybe a day before, but we have somewhat of an algorithm, which we do talk about at our consulting workshop on w best strategies for open houses. At the bare minimum, we like to put a one liner in the newspaper. We like to pay to advertise it online. If there is a website in your market that you can pay to advertise on, you can put it on Craigslist that you're going to be doing an open house. Most MLSs have a spot to post that you're doing an open house. We recommend having a sign up four or five days in advance, highlighting at the at the house saying open house this Sunday, noon to two. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of strategies in that way. I think open houses are one of the least expensive ways to generate buyer leads. The oh, people yeah. that come through them are buyers. They're ready to go. And you're back to seven levels of communication. You're having that face-to-face -face interaction. I think out of everything we've talked about today, open houses are the only time where we're face-to-face -face with somebody. So I think out of everything we've talked about, if you can get your agents to do them, open houses are going to be one of the best ways to generate revenue. And one of the things I, I would do as a team leader is offer the 10 agents that do an open or the three agents that do an open this Sunday, maybe have some type of a contest where whoever gets the most families through, you give them $50 or some type of a prize at the office on Monday, make it kind of a competition that way. So it's not just about... Um, you know, them going out and doing it on their own and hoping something happens. There's something else tied to the result of that open house. Yeah, I like that. It's a good idea. Very cool. All right. Well, anything else you want to mention on, on low cost strategies? I was not expecting the open house things. So that was some really good stuff. Yeah. No, I think those are the best um, ones I touched on. I mean, you know, everybody has other things that they do and I could go on with other ideas, but I think those are hitting on the, the main ones. Um, I think if people can master those, then they can find some other solutions on their own. But there's lots of different ways. Not Everything works. When everyone's like, oh, it's Jeff, I'll get re people reach out to me all the time and ask me for my opinion. And I laugh and it's like, yeah, every yeah, that'll work. Everything works. It's just a matter of working the system. Work the, yeah. Have a system and work the system. And yeah. if you choose to do that and you connect with people and they like you, they're going to work with you. You're going to make money off of them. It's just a matter of teaching our agents to do the same thing. Very cool. Good advice. 
All right. Well, with that, we'll wrap this one up. So a couple things I want to mention. If you head on over to EliteRealEstateSystems.com, there's two things to check out. Number one is expansion. So if you are interested in building a team but you need uh, you need help and you need coaching, consulting to get you on the path to where you want to go, uh, check out the expansion page on EliteRealEstateSystems.com. And then, Jeff, you want to talk briefly about the, uh, the in-person workshop, the team building workshop. Yeah, guys, these workshops have been amazing. We've had over 50 agents from across the country come to the workshops this year in 2015. Uh, we're expecting to be pretty much booked up through all of next year. And so if you're wanting to get on that, please reach out to us soon. Uh, what it is is you come in on a Sunday night, you spend all Monday with us. Every Monday, we're hosting these workshops. And it's only it's limited to five people. So we'll never allow more than five. We keep a really small, intimate group. And we go through all of our systems, stuff that we talked about today on this Hangout, stuff you've heard on other Hangouts if you've listened to those. Uh, we're essentially going to take you through everything. But what's neat about our workshop, Matt, is that it's not just us telling you how we do it. You're going to watch us running the team, leading the team, holding them accountable. Um, you'll get to be in our one-on-one one -on -one meetings with each individual agent, not the whole 25 agents, just one or two as a sample. You'll get to see us in our marketing meeting. You'll get one or two hours directly with me to kind of help create a roadmap for your team. But the thing that's really neat is you, you walk away with our Google Drive, which is all of our intellectual property, which is hundreds of hours of time and energy and split testing to come to where we are today with you know all the back office systems. And not only will you get what our Google Drive is today, but you'll get our Google Drive for life. So every time we add something to our Google Drive, we'll actually post it in our private Facebook page, which we invite you to, and then you'll get that content. And just yesterday, I was talking to Matt before this hangout today, we just created an entire series for onboarding agents within the Boomtown platform. And so we did all sorts of different videos pertaining to Boomtown, and we did a screen share where we walk you through how to train your agents and you can actually just turn that content over to the agents uh, instead of having to spend five hours onboarding them for Boomtown. You can just ask them to watch our, you know, one and a half hours worth of videos. So we're bringing content like that every week to the Google Drive so that those that do take part in that workshop continue to see value forever. Very, very cool. Yeah. So if anybody's interested, if you go to EliteRealEstateSystems.com uh, and you go to the team building workshop, uh, that's the best way. It'll give you some more details on how the workshop works as well as a way that you can request specific travel details so and get more information about like just the logistics of how it works to come in, you know, where to stay, and as well as some testimonials from other agents that have come through in the past and, and all, all the details. So all that's there, EliteRealEstateSystems.com. And then if you want to, uh, you know, if you're curious about things like Boomtown, for example, just go to the, uh, the Facebook jeffsfavortools.com or go to the resources page on EliteRealEstateSystems.com. That's going to list out all the different tools and resources that, Jeff, you use in your yep. team, yep. Uh, the, you know, the systems that are, that are behind that success. And yep. then if and you follow all those links, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Also, um, our expansion teams, we're actually launching three of our teams uh, on December 7th in a couple days from now. Uh, we're in Salt Lake City. Uh, San, we're in San Diego and we're in Boston, Massachusetts. We have two or three other platforms we haven't announced publicly yet that we're going to be launching to next in January, a month from now. So we're having a lot of success with those. So if anyone is listening that would be interested in us helping you expand within your current market and you've already had a lot of success in your business, you just want some help taking it to the next level, that's something that we'd love to talk to you about too. So a lot of times people hesitate to reach out. Guys, I'm an open book. You'll know that as you get to know me more. So feel free to shoot me a Facebook message if you have a question about anything that we covered today. Just Facebook me. Obviously, you can go through every channel that's on our website as well to get info. But if at some point you need something answered, you can't find the answer in the text that you're reading, just Facebook message me. And I'm usually pretty good at responding. After I get my kids to bed, I'm a dork. I'll nerd out on Facebook and answer everybody's <laughs> questions. That's what I love doing. That's my passion. So Unless you go into the, uh, the other folder on Facebook messages, you got to watch those. <laughs> 
Yeah, you do got to watch for the other category. <laughs> Just for those that don't know what he's talking about, because I don't want him to think it, you're talking about the other folder. No, no. It's, um, thank you, Facebook. On Facebook, on Facebook there's an inbox, and then there's an other. So I had like all these people that reached out to me, and for some reason, Facebook didn't think you were important enough to be in my inbox and put you in other. And I just discovered there were like five people in there two days ago. So if it, if I take a while to respond, it's because you got stuck in my other folder. You can blame Zuckerberg. Exactly, blame Zuckerberg. That, that's just good advice for a lot of things. All right, let's bring this one home, Jeff. You got another appointment, so I know you got to run. Yep. Uh, join right. us next time. We've got plenty of uh, more topics. We're going to talk about lead generation, lead conversion, you know, team building strategies, all kinds of stuff on the next hangout. So we'll get back to you in a couple of weeks and let you know when that is available for release. So until then, thank you so much, Jeff. It's been fun. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it.